hey follow me on instagram yes king oliver and make sure you follow and subscribe so you get a notification when i've released a new episode you have a great day so today right i was out and about and i was just seeing everything at a fast pace and what came to my mind was we are human beings not human doings and you think about animals in a field the cows they just sit there they eat the grass squirrels they dig holes they find their nut they go up a tree they chase a, another squirrel and they go about their day they're just being they have nothing to do nowhere to be they're just being there humans are always doing something always doing something getting out of debt going this going that cooking got to go to the shop got to do this got to call my friend got to get a present for their birthday and they're always doing something and it's like what is the purpose in all of this as long as I feel that people are forever doing something to get themselves out of debt and the reason why they're in debt is because they're trying to pay off this house which the system bought because you can never afford a house by yourself so now your whole life is spent doing something towards a house and it's like you can literally buy 10 grand motorhome and have a great life there and you wouldn't ever need to work for the rest of your life if you were growing your own vegetables so we're always doing something and it's like well why are we doing this you're part of a system there's no purpose you're just going with the motion going out on a friday night paying your bills and and at the end of the day when you die you literally were living your life for somebody else you were mm -hmm. doing something for somebody else. You were never being. And you're just on this train that never stops. And that's what came into my head today. That's a great point. No, it's so true. It's very easy, I think, in our culture to get caught up in that mentality because it's taught to us from so early on. So it's beautiful when you can remember that there's other ways of being and kind of settle into what works for you. So the that you leave school, you go to college, you go to uni, then you get your degree and then you get a job and then you find a partner and then you get a dog and then you have a kid and then you get married and then you probably will get divorced and then somebody gets the disease and dies and then you die and it's that cycle over and over and over again. Now, I've realized that if you're part of the system, you're in the system forever. For example, people need to get a credit score in order to get money from the bank. How do you get a credit score? You borrow. So instantly, it's like if you want a house, you've got to borrow from us to prove that if you use our money, we're going to get it back. But the minute you can't pay a bill, we're taking your house. And then you think, for example, how the COVID situation happens and now yeah. people are borrowing more money loaning more money to keep their business afloat so they're never going to be able to pay off their loan initially anyway they'll always be paying their monthly mortgages whatever mm -hmm. until they sell the business with the loan or they just simply have to shut it down right but now right. you're borrowing money to keep your business afloat you're now increasing your loan and your debt by say two for example so now you've now increased your you're now fixed to the system for another say 40 years Mm -hmm. so the system is trapping you you could you need more money so you go to the system and then now you're in more of a debt and it's like the bigger you are the harder you fall mm -hmm. it's, it's crazy now i see everyone everywhere around me people have building rent and now they can't afford their rent so they go to the bank they get another loan and they couldn't afford the bills anyway it's absolutely crazy and so everyone's sucked into the system to keep the economy going to taxpayers pay their tax and it really mm -hmm. is it's it's scary. It, it is really scary. It's a crazy time to be alive. I will definitely admit that. <laughs> what have you been thinking about lately on your mind? Well, just trying to work out. Yeah. I mean, a lot about similar things, just kind of looking at everything happening in the world and trying to not necessarily make sense of it, because I think a lot of it doesn't make a lot of sense. Like we said, it's built upon these systems that they don't work for everybody involved, which doesn't make sense in my mind. Um, but just trying to also like find a way to not be on hold during all of these kind of changes that are occurring in our world, trying to kind of maintain the groundedness and kind of just see what you can do each day um, to really just do your part and align with your path. Um, that's always a big part of, I think, things on my mind. Yeah, if you're not part of the system where you're always having to do something to basically get out of it, then there pretty much is nothing to do because you're now left with a meditation mindset of just awareness mm -hmm. of what's around you. Mm -hmm. And then there's nothing to do, which is where we've already come from. And a lot of this, you know, stress is good in the animal kingdom because you have to be aware of it. so like an animal is going to come and attack you. But right. stress of paying your bills, 
getting up late and then losing your job, not being able to pay your mortgage, to lose your family home. That's bad stress. That's man-made stress that yeah. doesn't exist. It's not supposed to exist. And that's why so many people are getting diseased because you're putting your body in this diseased state, which is just not natural. You know, like, say you've mm-hmm. got sports day, you get that heart pounding and you run and then you get that heart adrenaline going, the same yeah. as if an animal was about to get you. That's a different yeah. adrenaline stress. But yeah. when you're stressed for, like, you know, going to work that's not adrenaline heart pounding stress that's that's like toxic i'm just still i'm depressed i'm i'm numb that is not good no it wears on the body because that's i think what our society doesn't teach thankfully it's becoming so much more mainstream but just you know mind body spirit the connection between all of it if you're constantly stressed it's wearing on your body it's leading to these inflammatory diseases that so many people have Um, of course, with the diet and so many other things that are, you know, lifestyle. Um, Yeah, just like a lack of hope and purpose. You know, there's so much I think that's kind of plays into these things. But I agree, it's, it's a big kind of task or thing to look at. But trying to see, I don't know how you can like do your part each day, like I was saying before, and like where you kind of fit into it, I think is, that's where the empowering aspect comes in. Like obviously, you probably know the power of fasting and what it does to your body when you give it enough time to rest. Like it's always digesting. It's like it's like a, an airport suitcase system just on all the time. It's going to break yeah. down. But yeah, why is our body any different? And animals, you know, they they walk miles, find food and then they walk more miles and they burn off the food that they had to get there. We're just yeah. sat in our house ordering off just eating everything, eating yeah. so much. And it's crazy how quickly you can put on weight if you have an additional piece of food going yeah. into your body that you didn't have before it's crazy like how much weight you can put on just by mm-hmm. having an extra whatever and you yeah. think wow people don't just have an extra chip or whatever they just eat <clears throat> all the time mm-hmm. and they're putting on all this weight and I actually believe that the reason why we get wrinkly is because we get fat it stretches the skin mm-hmm. and now when the skin is it's like it's lost its elasticity mm-hmm. and when you as you get older you burn the fat, don't eat as much, whatever. And now your skin's left stretched. Like I saw this massively obese person mm-hmm. who was absolutely huge and he started to lose all this weight and he got really muscly, no joke. He had pecs. His nipple was hanging down. His mm-hmm. nipple was like, it was like, it was like stretched. It was hanging off. So we had this massive mm-hmm. pec, but no mm-hmm. nipple. The nipple was hanging down. And mm-hmm. you think how many people are fat in this world? pretty much at least 75 percent and people get wrinkles and it's like aging aging starts from within side not the outside all these creams and shit it's not gonna do anything and you think the power of diet and what it's doing to us and think about global warming and taking up all the resources if people fasted that will save global warming because think about it everything's about humans eating and everything if you fast you won't have breakfast imagine the whole eight billion humans didn't have breakfast right they'd Mm -hmm. save what a third of the food already because most people eat a third of their food in the morning anyway Mm -hmm. can you just imagine and if they didn't eat till after eight and they wait you mean all like toast that's like grains and farmland and milk Mm -hmm. and cereal that's fucking millions of cows Mm -hmm. fasting i mean i'd say is these are secrets of fixing global warming if people could (laughs) it really could no i agree it's it's wild because these things that could really help are not necessarily that difficult you know or that out there like we said like i think it's very manageable for most people to do that but it's also just the information understanding you know kind of the structures that have been set up and that are in place and because it's never a matter of you know judging those who don't understand it or don't want to see it either it's just bringing awareness and hoping that that has, you know, causes people to think and just try to make a little bit more of a mindful decision about their impact on themselves and the world around them and the earth at large. Talk to me about your sleep routine. So, I mean, obviously getting those eight hours is of utmost importance. I don't know if you've realized this, but over the past few months, I almost need more a lot of the time. Um, I feel like there's just a lot of shifts and changes happening like collectively in the consciousness and with all of these things shifting with all of the things that are kind of like, it just feels like there's like things rising up and that's why there's so much coming to the surface this year. 
um, with that, it's going to impact our physical bodies. So you might need more rest, um, more detox baths and things like that. I've been doing a lot of. Um, so yeah, maintaining that consistent routine, I think is so important. And it's something that I'm definitely <clears throat> striving for. Um, but yeah, it's so important. It changes everything. So I rarely, rarely, rarely yawn, right? Because I mm -hmm. go to bed at the exact same time every night. As soon as it hits 12 o'clock, oh, oh, I am, I am out, right? Very disciplined. Mm -hmm. And when I wake up naturally, it's always around the same time, around mm -hmm. eight o'clock. So mm -hmm. I, I think that there is an enormous power to your body having energy peaks throughout the day. So it knows mm -hmm. to peak at say two because it just it knows to peak at two it knows to, to shut down at 12 mm -hmm. it knows to you know wake up two hours before eight in the morning mm -hmm. and I, the reason why we yawn isn't necessarily because we're tired it's just our energies and our brain it's not in sync with everything mm -hmm. so we're we're doing too much at say one o'clock rather than two o'clock because if you went to right. bed an hour later watching netflix mm -hmm. in your body's mindset it's basically an hour beforehand and you're doing mm -hmm. all this physical energy mental energy at this time when mm -hmm. your brain's like hang on a sec we aren't supposed to do that till later because I've only been awake for say six hours and I'm not fully functioning until seven and the mm -hmm. same as if you don't have the same amount of sleep and I don't yawn I rarely ever yawn I can't remember the last time I yawned because it's like going to bed at the same time waking up at the same time is so powerful mm -hmm. so powerful um and like the sleep routine sleep is more important than water I, yes, I definitely agree. It's wild to look back over periods of life or just kind of seeing how different people live and it's how like sleep will be sacrificed. And I think that's very normalized. And it's like, I agree. I think it's one of the most important things you can do for yourself is really just allow yourself to rest. Cause that's when your body is doing its repairs. It's when our system is cleansing and detoxing. If we're never resting enough to let those things happen, it's not that your body doesn't want to. It's just like it literally can't when we're running around all day. So, yeah. It's like, a, like a cactus. If it knows it's not going to get rain for a few days, it will hold on to it. If mm -hmm. our bodies know we're not going to get drink, it will just hold on to it. So we're mm -hmm. not going to die after, mm -hmm. you know, they say three days if, you know, that you can last without water. Right. But sleep, if you don't get if you don't sleep for a whole day, you are fucked mm -hmm. literally. So sleep is mm -hmm. more important than than water. Mm -hmm. And everyone's trying to keep up this fast pace motion of getting up for work. It's like they go to work all day. The time mm -hmm. they get back and they've, you know, gone to the gym and they've sat down, it's nine o'clock. And it's like, mm -hmm. you know what? I deserve to watch Netflix for two hours. I mm -hmm. deserve it. I've had a hard day. And so you mm -hmm. now stay up until 12. You're getting up at six, that's six mm -hmm. hours sleep. And mm -hmm. it's that same cycle of I'm not going to get time for myself until the weekend. So yeah. I'm just going to stay up. And then you get up early. I don't think people should set alarms. I mean, because that's like um, taking out the dishwasher before the dishwasher's gone off. Like it's mm -hmm. still doing its cycle. That steam at the end is crucial to like warming up the plates so it's not wet. And that's the oh, same right. as us taking time to wake up. You can't just suddenly wake up and then, you know, get up and go and have a shower. I mean, it's just, it's fucked. It's like, it's destroying man. The mm -hmm. qualities of man and how we've gotten to come this far for our intelligence, we're killing us. No, I agree. We're going doing the opposite. We're going back. I agree. And it's being the thing that people strive for. It's just, it's so backwards. It's really, it's wild. It's wild. I agree. Um, what is your thoughts on um, vegan diet? Um, oh, good one. I was slash am very kind of like plant-based. Um, I was like strictly vegan, I would say, for like two years, maybe three years. Um, but for my own body, I've really gotten more into a place where I eat like intuitively. So there's times where I feel like I need, you know, some eggs. Um, my mom has chicken, so I love getting to use their eggs and things like that. So that's been something I like slowly introduce those back. Um, I do like using raw, like local honey, because I think there's so many beautiful health benefits to that. And they like take such good care of their bees and it's so great. Um, so there's certain things that I do use that people who are strictly vegan would be like, no, you know, you're not vegan. Um, but I do, you know, I don't eat animal. Uh, I don't eat meat. I haven't eaten meat for probably five years now. Um, 
I don't think it's wrong that people do. I just think if they do that, obviously not choosing conventional farming is the way to go. Um, you know, grass fed, making sure the animals are well cared for. Um, but I do think that it's beautiful that so many people are waking up and really reducing their intake of these things. I mean, it's so toxic for most people um, and especially in the conventional way that it's done. Conventional dairy, conventional meat. I mean, those are things I grew up on and I definitely had so many health issues growing up, um, inflammation, skin issues, all different things because of all the toxins in the foods that I was eating. Um, so it's been really empowering to have learned so much about food and to I actually went on to go to IIN health coaching um, just to like further my training and really learn more about that as well. And so I've actually helped to, you know, coach clients through, you know, elimination diets or just being more mindful about the things that they're eating, bringing awareness to even just water quality, you know, simple things that they I say simple, I mean, they're so important, um, but things that people, if you don't know, how could you know? Um, so yeah, I think just the more awareness you can spread around these things and just the benefits of them has only ever benefited me for sure. So like what we think will become our reality and the more you think it, the more you want it. And the more you're told mm -hmm. you can't have it, the more you want it. So mm -hmm. people are eating and they're just making companies richer and the more money they have, the more they market, the more you buy. And it's that cycle where you're getting fatter and fatter and fatter. Yeah. A piece of steak can literally last you a whole day, and yet people are eating equivalent to that amount of meat all day, right? Mm -hmm. Every day. So yeah. even if people just like reduce their meat intake by half, they'd still be fat because they're still eating too much anyway. But mm -hmm. that's like half the animals on the planet would wouldn't need to be here. Like David Attenborough thing on Netflix, his witness statement. Uh, did you see mm -hmm. it? He said, um, um, like 60% of all the animals are animals that humans create to eat. Mm -hmm. And there's like only say 8% of other wild animals. And then we make up say a third of, of animals, whatever. Right. So if people just didn't eat so much meat, we would have, have wouldn't have half the animals. You wouldn't need half the land. You wouldn't have the top down half the trees. Mm -hmm. Um, and and the and it's just making like literally a select few people richer. Like the whole mm -hmm. planet is being taken over by essentially a hundred people, mm -hmm. and it is it really, it's it it's funny. I was gonna say. Um... Yeah, gone. I forgot. Yeah. Forgotten you talk. That's okay. That's okay. No, I agree, and I think that that's. Oh yeah, toxins. Toxins. Yeah. I used to have massive bad acne growing up, mm -hmm. all on my back, all on my face, and I tried every cream, every fucking thing. Right, nothing mm -hmm. worked. I mm -hmm. changed my diet and I meditated because mm -hmm. I used to be stressed from brain activity, which is just pressure and tension on the face, whatever, mm -hmm. and um, all my spots disappeared and. Mm -hmm. um, I realized that I'm allergic to milk, yes, wow. which is like animal animal protein. And I realized mm -hmm. that the more if people were to fast and cleanse their diet, mm -hmm. all the foods that they've had growing up, grains, milk, whatever, you give your body chance to realize that it's this that's causing me problems because yeah. you're just too busy, like eating and digesting, eating, digesting that is just focused on getting it out. But now when you fast and you eat clean, your body like doesn't get as much. So it recognizes, OK, milk. And then I get spots when I have milk, no joke. And, and, then, and then they, and it takes a three weeks. It's like a week to come up, a week to stay and a week to die down. All because I've had mm -hmm. milk, literally mm -hmm. it's crazy. Nope, mine's the same. It's, and it's so funny because I think so many people, when you tell them these things are like, but how could I be allergic? I've eaten it my whole life or I could never live without it. And it's like, it's so for me, it was so empowering. And once I could clearly see that this thing that I was putting into my body was creating a reaction, it was such an easy decision to not want to put that into my body anymore. Um, until you see it for yourself, I think many people, it's just this very vague concept and they, they're more willing to want to just have that easy fix and do something. And I'm like, it's just wild to see because it's never going to get to the root of the problem. And that's really how you're going to create that change. And I used to always feel sick all the time growing up. I go to a restaurant, I feel sick. I have dinner, I feel sick. I was always yeah. feeling sick. And I look back to my diet, it was crisps, chocolate, cakes. Mm -hmm. It was just everything, like just shit, McDonald's and everything, right? And now yeah. if I have a whole bag of Pringles, 
I have to make myself sick because of the acid reflux building up. I feel sick. And I know when I feel sick, I'm going to feel sick until I puke. So I have to go to the toilet and puke. And that's a reinforcement of you cannot eat this shit because this is why you used to feel shit. Not only that, but your diet is um, so clean nowadays that your body recognizes all this shit coming in quicker. So now I used to, I've gone from eating five packs of crisps every day, pretty much from the age of five years old until Mm -hmm. 22, 23, 24. I was addicted, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then I stopped eating crisps. And then when I treat myself to pot Pringles or Doritos, I feel sick. And now I don't want to eat them anymore. So now I'm aware of how shit I feel. That's the driving force not to eat these foods as opposed to, oh, McDonald's, KFC, a nice chicken burger they've, they've just released. Now I'm like, no, because you feel like shit. And exactly. so now that's the driving force. And so it's discipline, but it takes a long time to get your brain out of that pattern to not exactly. eat those foods, knowing that you're going to feel shit. So you have to feel shit to tell yourself, you told yourself you're going to feel shit. Why mm-hmm. did you do that? And you're convinced, oh, I'll, I'm fine. It won't next time I'll be fine. And then you feel sick again. And then you feel like going back to an ex-boyfriend until you realize like mm-hmm. you keep fucking punching yourself in the face, mate, until you realize that you will keep going back. So you have to learn through pain and diet problem for spots eczema acne cirrhosis everything every single thing greasy hair everything i agree it's it all comes back to diet because i mean food is medicine you know like our ancestors they didn't eat these things our bodies don't even know how to process and digest the processed foods that are created nowadays and they're designed not with our health in mind, you know, it is just the addictive quality. It's just to keep that system that we were talking about going. And so now I look at those things and to me, they're not even food. I'm like, that's a non-food. It does nothing for me nutritionally. So how is it a food? It's not. Um, and that really helps too. Cause it's, it's not even something that's on the table for me to want to eat. Yeah. So, you know, for example, you've got, um, vegan chicken. So let's just say it's mushroom and chicken, mm-hmm flavors and preservatives Mm. i'm okay with the fact that it's replaced with mushroom as opposed Mm. to made up man-made nonsense but in terms of like the chicken flavors obviously it's not grounded chicken and flavored chicken like garlic powder it is a man-made thing to to taste like chicken so -hmm. therefore it's completely man-made in a lab Mm -hmm. obviously it's not actual meat so it's not really doing anything nutritional the mushroom is but the chicken isn't but Mm -hmm. the chicken flavor isn't but is the chicken flavor doing more harm than good because it is man-made that's actually been something i've been kind of looking into a lot more recently with all the new like beyond meat i don't know if you guys had that there um they're like the burger patty you know all the different stuff and it's just crap like i mean yeah it tastes good it tastes very similar to meat, but when you look into how they create these things, it's more processed than the bags of chips and the Doritos and the different things yes. that we're talking about. And so while I think it's beautiful in a way to have some kind of transition for people who are trying to get off of meat, you know, if, if the intention is to substitute less and to maybe then eventually not have to eat these things at all, then maybe I could see that. But it's still doing harm, I think, in that process. Um, I've tried a few of them and just felt sick afterwards. I was like, what is like? And I don't even personally like how real it feels and tastes like it's just the whole experience is kind of weird to me. Um, I don't know. It's like I there's a reason I gave up those things. So I don't really need to imitate it. Yeah, it's like having a blow up doll as your sex partner. It's talking to you. It looks real, whatever. But deep down, you're like, this is a fucking robot. Yeah. So you're tricking yourself into believing that this meat free is chicken. But it's but you're so... like, it's not this blow up doll sitting there. And it's like, this is weird. This isn't actually a person. And exactly. like e-cigarettes, for example, I do agree. Get yourself off them use mm-hmm. use e-cigarettes to get off cigarettes but these days people are just fucking going from one to the other it's like they what was the whole it. point in any of this now people are e-cigaretting just for the sake of e-cigaretting it's like yes. pokemon cards everyone's got pokemon cards i'll get pokemon cards e-cigarette, i'll e-cigarette it's and again disgusting. more harmful than cigarettes cigarettes have you know ant killer and fucking petrol and all that shit but at least but, it's tobacco like it's a plant these things are crap i agree yeah. i agree 
It's I like agree. at least it's, at least it's got some form of nature in it, like a tree, yeah. a leaf, yeah. Even yeah. if it's the only thing in it, but this yeah. oil, I don't even not even want to think what it's what is in it, like chemicals. I mean, all chemicals. So many people have been injured, and of course, they don't really report on these things because it keeps their industry going, and it's just it's crazy. And I feel like it's sad how young the target really was. I feel like with these things because of the flavors and all the colors, like. They're targeting kids. Popcorn and berry and Coke and McDonald's flavor. Like that's for teenagers. That's for kids. And it's like, how, like, how could you, well, how, find, you know, money is their motive, I guess, but it doesn't make sense in my mind how you'd want to target people so young and get them hooked on these things that are not good for them. Um, but that's why we just have to, you know, do our research, learn to be mindful and, spread awareness where we can. I, I love getting to talk to other people about these things because it can change so much just through a simple conversation. Like when you think about um, how, say, in the 40s, cigarettes, it was just the trend. Everyone in the war was smoking. No one had a clue. And then yeah. 20 years later, because these people have done it for, say, 40 years, that they get lung cancer and dying. It's the same for e-cigarettes. If you're going to get ill, it won't be now. It'll be in, say, 40 years. So essentially, everyone's got to do e-cigarettes for 20, 30, 40 years, maybe, if you're lucky, to then realise, shit, all these fucking problems because of putting liquid in your body, right? So no one's going to have any clue until it's too late. But you could say that is just part of life, and that's just how life is. That's how, that's how it will ever always be. And that well, just because we're wise, we want to help everyone. But we are not part of, we are the heads of the tribes as opposed to the followers. So even though we see and we're amongst the tribe, we're not part of the tribe. Our mindsets were the leaders of the Jesuses, the Buddhas and the wherever the people years ago. And they would teach this wisdom. But we're mm. in the tribe because we can't afford a house. We've got to live in the same city as these people. We mm. want to help, but we can't help. So maybe all we can really do is teach our own leaders to then teach the the most other mm -hmm. people right Gen like generation rather than mm -hmm. trying to change people now you teach other leaders for the next generation so mm -hmm. there's no sense we're skipping a generation we can't teach all this stuff to our generation because they're too sucked in a system years and years ago the system wasn't that big but i believe it is crumbling and it's going to get smaller mm -hmm. right and therefore when people are awake our generation of kids there'll be less influence so therefore this knowledge will come down and then it will go into you know and it will start again almost like jesus talking the bible and two thousand years later we're repeating it whatever yeah um there's no point trying to put all this shit on social media because they have no clue whereas if there was less humans for example coronavirus wiped out a few then there's less people to be influenced and therefore people can actually say you know what? this actually makes sense fasting and eating less meat <clears throat> so i do believe that people can't be changed and our wisdom can only be taught to people who want to learn. And it is a very select few. <clears throat> and trying to teach and empower people in this generation, I don't think it is worth it or possible because it's going to get lost. It's only in time when you look back, do you value information like Michael Jackson? Now he's dead. You really value his music. And right. like, for example, you can say anybody, like any great leaders, when they die, you look back and realize, wow, this is what you were saying in the David Attenborough. When he dies, you'll suddenly start taking it seriously. And, mm -hmm. you know, you there know? is. Yeah, absolutely. I think people it might take something kind of big, you know, for people to be like, oh, wow, there's some truth to these things. I do feel like people are capable of changing. But I think because of the, like how deeply integrated like each of these dysfunctional systems are like at least here like i feel like you know obviously they're promoting a diet that's not serving people and then there's they're teaching people things that are not serving them so it's like the educational it's the agriculture it's the medical or just throwing pills at people like it's every single system in our country that are all woven together and saying the same thing but all of those things are not serving people so if people are not open-minded and willing to be able to say even though these very large structures that we are supposedly supposed to listen to are saying this one thing it's like that inner empowerment like that doesn't resonate with me and if it doesn't resonate with you it doesn't matter who's saying it like that's not truth so i think the more that people are like like i feel like a huge part of my mission here is just to really teach people about that personal empowerment the fact that we each have that intuition we each have that ability to make these changes but unless you're 
tapping into that aspect, you're going to be bombarded by what the world wants you to think the second you step out your door. So for me, at least on my journey, it does, it takes like just settling into what I know to be true, connecting with my tribe of people who can support me in feeling these different ways um, and moving forward in whatever capacity. Like we said, just, you know, spreading awareness where we can, even if it's just through these, you know, conversations or putting information out there in whatever capacity, people will do what they want with it. But it's also been empowering to have those moments where I've been able to connect with people and they're like, wow, like I've never thought about these things. I've never, I didn't know about these things, you know, and how can they know if they're not introduced to the information in some capacity? So I don't know. I think just being open-minded about it has been helpful not expecting much, you know, like we said, not everybody is going to take the information and run with it by any means, but it can't hurt to, if you feel called, you know, do your part in spreading some kind of awareness about these topics. Just imagine, right, you had um, right now alive, you had Jesus, you had Buddha, you had mm-hmm. Monk, you had all these top people of, you know, whatever, Gandhi, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. They're equivalent to basically everyone I have on my podcast, right? Mm-hmm. But the reason why there was less people back then is because there was no airplanes and cars and phones. So Mm -hmm. Chinese monk and Indian Buddha and all these people, they didn't know these people existed. Right. So nowadays, all these people across the world, I'm bringing them all together. And I just Mm -hmm. had a realization. Um, It's just imagine 40 years time. Right. And I've done a podcast with, say, every woke person on the planet. Mm -hmm. And then when the rest catches up, they've got a catalog of essentially every wise person on the planet now essentially it's mm-hmm. like 50 monks or by then i've got 2000 episodes right 50 buddhas 50 jesus 50 monks mm-hmm. and they're like holy shit these thousands of people know all this shit 40 years ago like this is crazy and they can mm-hmm. go through all these episodes in our episode mm-hmm. and they'd be like wow what they were saying was 40 years ago it's happening now like the climate change the, the vegan the system the collapse of the system awareness fasting diet they're like holy yeah. shit who are these say two three thousand people in canada and america mm-hmm. and i just had a realization of that because it's too easy to be like present and uh not get any money from it give it up but when you look back then and it's like cigarettes thing it's not now it's a future when yeah. you look back and yeah. uh, so even though people listening right now might not be able to take our knowledge and do something with it in 40 years time when there's enough of it out there they can listen to this again and get enormous results because they will already be searching whereas now they might just stumble across it and they're not really searching so exactly um yeah when you plot yeah i think you're right i think just like having that mindset of not doing something always like we said like our society is very you know, you do something because you're trying to get some kind of result out of it and you really, you probably have some kind of objective with it and whatever it is. And I feel like a lot of this is following our intuition, like you said, like speaking about the topics, you know, putting out these things and trusting that it will lead you where it's meant to go. It will reach the people it's meant to reach. And sometimes you you don't see the full scope of it when it's coming from more of this kind of open and mindful place. Um, which is fun it's kind of fun sometimes to see where things lead when you're um, <clears throat> so i also i've i've realized people say when you fast you become more in tune so you pick up each other's thoughts mm-hmm. um there's a guy on youtube called you are creators and he's got a wife and he said he fasted for three days and he was thinking in his head get me a glass of water and then his wife next to him went to the kitchen and got some water so they didn't even speak mm-hmm. i've always had that ability before fasting Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I don't know why, my energy is rising and I'm becoming very, when I think things manifest quicker than they used to. So it was three mm-hmm. weeks and it was two weeks and it was one week, then it was five, four, three, two, one days. Now it's literally in five hours. And mm-hmm. I find that as I am evolving at this very moment in my life, because the last time this happened was when I was 21. Mm-hmm. I'm now almost 28 and it's all to do with this pattern of seven thing where every seven years some universal shit happens right i always knew at some point i'd get back to that level of awareness where i could think about anyone and i'd see them i could think and they'd call me i could think mm-hmm. about finding a 10 pound note and i'd find a 10 pound note mm-hmm. and i used to go clubbing 
and I used to say, find me money. And I'd be guided around the dance floor and I'd find money. I'd look down a pound, look down a pound, go to the bar. There's a fiver. Someone's dropped their fiver. Somebody's acknowledged somehow in the club that he's dropped money. And I picked up on that thought and I've gone to the bar and I found the money. And I'm thinking about people. And then I look at their name badge and it's their person. This stuff I lost because I I lost it. Right. And Mm -hmm. now I'm getting it back. And I'm realizing Mm -hmm. that the fasting part allows your body like an electrical current to flow through you easier. Like water is number one conductor of electricity. We're 80% water. So if we don't eat so much and just drink water, then your body's made up of more water than it is food, which means you are now a conductor of thoughts, Mm -hmm. which means you can think and admit more because you've got more power to admit it. And you can also Mm -hmm. receive it better. Again, another reason why fasting is absolutely phenomenal. But what we're really saying is that I'm thinking and manifesting it so quickly. Mm-hmm. And the more you become aware of this, the more quickly you think and it comes into your life. And it's so you feel like God. I don't know how yeah. you've had this experience when you think and it happened. You feel like mm-hmm. God and you look around and they're like, no one has any idea what I'm just doing. And, it, and it's like overwhelming that you have a superpower. I definitely understand. Yes, I've had some of those experiences as well, where it's just for me. And this is just my experience, of course, like I don't feel I guess like, of course, like we are like God, of course. But for me, it's just like it almost is just like this design, this just interconnectedness. Like I just feel which I guess that would be God as well. Just like that pure divine connection of just like we are so supported. Um you know, spiritually, you know, I think just like, I always envision just like guides and like angels around me and different things. So in those moments, it's just like, wow, like the presence is so known and so felt. And you can almost like release fear in that moment. I don't know. For me, that's always like a big thing is just like, it just grounds me into like, everything is okay. It always is, but like, it truly is in those like realization moments. It's like in the, in the energy world of say two different options, this can Mm -hmm. happen or it can't happen. Mm-hmm. both paths are already there mm-hmm. if you focus on either one that's the path that happens for example i was supposed to get my bikes serviced and i didn't get it serviced at the correct mileage so mm-hmm. the quicker they could do was thursday mm-hmm. but i knew that i just it was too long mm-hmm. i wanted it done now and right. i called up to ask a question about something and then they said you can come in today if you want and so I was already up and then I came in today. So just knowing what you deep down really want, as opposed to what you are putting up with, it Mm -hmm. always happens. Like it it just does. And um, when you like, when I want something on the shopping list, I don't tell my mum anymore. I just have that thought Mm -hmm. of get this, get that, get some Frankfurters, get this, make Thai curry. And then mm-hmm. I sit down and it's Thai curry on a Tuesday or the, I look in the fridge as Frank Furters. Like I don't even need to communicate anymore because I just know that mm-hmm. it will appear in the fridge or we'll be going on a walk. There's like many options we can go. And it's the one that I wanted to go on or mm-hmm. let's go out for dinner. We'll be going the pizza shop, which is so I don't need to communicate anymore. Like that guy on YouTube, mm-hmm. he didn't need to tell his wife to get a drink because he's communicating via thought frequencies. So he doesn't have to open his mouth using sound frequencies. Mm-hmm. And that is crazy how I don't need to speak because I just have to pick up that thought. And it goes out and it comes back. And it's like we are the president. We're in con- charge. We're in command. The chief of staff is God. God's us are, are, you know, God, can you do this for me? No problem. President has his chief of staff. Can you call up this governor for me and get this done? Mm-hmm. And then Trump will say, President already knows it's already done. He doesn't mm-hmm. question and say, have you done it? Because it's his job to do it. So when you say, you know, angels, get me this, or you want your friend to come out on a Tuesday with you, that's like you as a president telling your chief of staff to call your friend to say we're going out. And then she says we're going out. Mm-hmm. That is it. <laughs> I agree. Oh, I love to do it with like parking things too. Like I, oh, I live yeah. in a pretty crowded area. And so I'll always be all you know, the time out there. And I'm like, and without a doubt, every time it's just, it's, it is, it is a magical feeling when you're like really in control of your thoughts and just so much more mindful of where your attention's going with everything. And I've got um, a tip for, for you and for people to do. If you pull up on any car parking area, indicate left or right 
wait there. The law of average, if you were monitoring a car park, okay, is that every three minutes, at least one person or more leaves. What happens is, is that you're driving around looking for a space. And if there's no space, you keep driving and you keep driving and keep driving. If you sat there for two minutes, people behind you, which you can't see because you're moving forward, have just left. So if you park up, indicate left or right, cars will go around you. Somewhere in front of you, a car will leave. Mm-hmm. But you don't know. You just have to know that, that statistically, mm-hmm. in a three-minute period, somebody will leave. Now, this is nothing to do with parking angels because that's about telling the universe you're coming and it aligns up, whatever. This is this is different. This is like the physical side. Pull yeah. over, park, indicate somebody will pull out. Mm-hmm. If you don't believe in angels, do that. That is a system. And all these cars will overtake and they'll go up the top, top floor and they'll come back down. And all they have to do is wait. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. almost like, yeah, that's that's all I have to say on that thing. <laughs> no, that's patience. I mean, I feel like that's such a that's such a big thing. Patience and trust. Even like you said, even though it's like there's statistically, you know, proof that that will happen. It's also trusting in that, you know, which I think is a huge thing. And it's hard for most people to do. It's like very just I'm going to do it myself. I'm just going to keep moving forward. And that resting, that like settling back and just like allowing has been such a big thing i feel like coming back around for a lot of people um which is good i think it's always a good thing to kind of reflect back on but yeah this parking angel thing you know i've been doing it for seven years mm-hmm. it's like the, i realized the secret is is the more you think about it the more it isn't likely to happen as soon as you become mm-hmm. aware of um as soon as you like become aware of whatever it is you mm-hmm. don't want to put any energy or any thought into that thought Okay, Mm -hmm. and I look at it in my mind like this. You get two north magnets, you put it on a table. As you go closer, it pushes the other one away. If Mm -hmm. you go really quick, it pushes it even quicker. If you Mm -hmm. go slower and you creep up, it pushes it slowly and Mm -hmm. you can never push it together. Right. If you turn it around south, it connects. Mm -hmm. Right. So when you think of something. As soon as you let it go. What you want, if it flips. Mm-hmm. because when you're focusing on it you are a north magnet if you're mm-hmm. focusing on it you're those two north magnets it, it's and it's pushing it away so when right. you focus on it and you look left and it goes right it's the two norths flipping so mm-hmm. lefts and right now it's mm-hmm. north and south and now it's attracting mm-hmm. and that is how i visualize it in my mindset the more you focus on something it's like two magnets trying to be connected but they will not connect and then i have to realize but it's all one energy anyway. North and north is the same energy. So it should already be one. And south and north is two different things. It's S and N. So it's two different things. And then I realized it's man-made again. These magnets are man-made, right? Mm-hmm. The north and the south, that's what man has put on it. So take away the N and the S. Mm-hmm. It's already one anyway. Mm-hmm. And then you really have to understand, like, really have to grasp that, like, why is north and north repelling if it's the same thing and south and north doesn't if it's not? And then you realize if you flip it round, it, mm-hmm. it, it's already one. It's very complicated. But when you when you master it, it does make sense. When you focus on a job or lover, they fuck off. And then when you stop messaging them, they come. It's mm-hmm. so- <laughs> yeah, it's so true. No, it's so true. I think there's so much truth to that. I like that analogy of like kind of just taking the names off of it and just like energetically even just looking at it in that way. I agree. Yeah. And um, people, I think when they can see it, they understand it more. You can try and teach them the same thing. Like Jesus can teach forgiveness and Buddha can teach it in Chinese and Israel, whatever. They're just Mm -hmm. different sounds like Israeli language, Chinese language. It's just different sounds, but the Mm action is the same. So you trying to explain to somebody the action of the energy it's hard because there's so many things there's so much language and you like you're like <clears throat> talking chinese to somebody who doesn't understand chinese that's what it's like teaching something but if you say the magnet situation they mm-hmm. can understand that they already understand it in their own way or they yeah. focus on something so much and they can't get it so mm-hmm. you're basically giving them the tools to work out their own thing hence why i do believe that you can't teach people um, things they have to have to learn through their own experience and they've got to want to learn they've got to come to you and ask for advice yes. you can spend years teaching them and if they're not focusing on what they want it's mm-hmm. just a waste of time sadly and then you think well if half the world don't want to learn this 
as I said, I believe it is a waste of time trying to teach. So you're teaching for the one person at the 99. We're mm-hmm. not teaching for the 99. We're teaching for the one person who's like us, who's going through the awakening. Yeah. That's why we're doing it. Even though it's one person, it's like, well, it's mm-hmm. one person. Like, yeah. it's better than nothing. <laughs> it is. And it really is. And I don't know if you've had that experience, because, of course, there'll be times where, like, you'll feel that kind of the analogy of where you're like, is anybody hearing what I'm saying? Like, and like, even though you'll get the feedback, but it's also because of like that ratio, I think it can feel confusing, but without a doubt, like we said, just like with the parking spot, without a doubt, there's always that encouragement. There's always those people who are grateful and are hearing the messages that you put out there, which is why I do believe that at least on my path. And at this point, it's, I still get great joy out of, you know getting to talk about these things in whatever capacity and it's like for example people would want say thousands and millions of of instagram followers so they can reach more people but yet you can't see these people so you don't have that feeling whereas mm-hmm. if one person sends you a message and says thank you that made my day like that me and that post you did it was really <laughs> amazing that is a reality feeling that's like seeing your neighbor and mm-hmm. them saying thank you for making me this pie that's a real feeling as opposed to putting it out on a video to millions of people. You never get that physical feeling. So that one person mm-hmm. overrides millions of people, even though you can help millions of people mm-hmm. in terms of feeling, one person does it. It's mm-hmm. like you don't need sex, you just need a finger. It does the same thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, it's true. It's just like it really does make a big difference. It kind of grounds me into the reality of it all. Mm -hmm. Uh, anything else you want to particularly talk about Um, I don't want to ramble for the sake of it so if you do you want to speak about anything I mean we definitely talked about diet and everything which I think is amazing um I mean I guess I could share a little bit about like what it is that I kind of do or how I do what I do um so I am a Reiki master and an oracle card reader um health coach herbalist so all things like natural and holistic healing are really what just draw like you know drew me onto this path truly it was just what um the more I started to awaken to like we were talking about just the impact that we can have on our day-to-day lives whether it be through just the foods that we're eating you know the things that we're spending our times doing the thoughts that we're having um the focus that we really have for our day or even just the awareness that we have so much more, you know, I think we're co-creators in our lives. Like we have so much more control over really anything that we desire. Um, so I love, you know, helping others on this journey, um, whether it be through energy healing sessions, um, through helping clarity, you know, through card readings and different things, um, gaining access to both really their own intuitive insight, um, as well as higher guidance. Because I think that a lot of it is about people, like we said, trusting their own intuition and really getting them in alignment and in tune with their own truth, which it's like, you know, teaching someone to fish instead of just getting them the fish. Like, that's really how I view all of the work that I do. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's such a beautiful journey to be on. I'm grateful to have found this path because it does help to make sense of why the world is where it is. It's That's why we're here. You know, I believe that I definitely came here during this time for a specific reason, and it's to help with this transition in whatever capacity. Um, So I'm grateful to be a part of it and to connect with like-minded souls always. Uh, Mention your website and Instagram or whatever. Sure. So my website is marikimoonwellness.com. Um, and Mariki Moon Wellness is also my Instagram handle, which I can send you if you want to like put in the description or something. Um, but yeah, so I do a lot of sessions distantly with everything going on in the world right now. Um, but I also I'm located in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania in the United States. So I also do take some clients who are comfortable with that here in Philly. One sec. You know, the, you know, your plant behind you. Yes. What what plant is that called? Oh, it's a monstera. One sec. Mon S T era plant. Mm-hmm. I love these plants. Because <laughs> I had a plant growing up and um it was a it's like an amazing plant. Don't know oh what it's God. called. Um but it looked like the plant that I 
had and I was going to be like that's crazy I'm looking for that plant and it's right behind you it sadly isn't that plant however it's probably part of the same family it does look very similar I mean it could be the plant but it's very similar anyway that's what I wanted to know that's awesome yeah oh my gosh plants are such a you know nature in general that's really where I most easily can kind of sink into the now moment into my awareness of my higher self all of it um, so having, you know, plants and I, mean, I work with the elements of, you know, essential oils and plants through the different things that I make and with my clients and things too. So just the more connected to nature, like we said, to real, just the things that nourish us, I think are so supportive on our journeys. Um, even just, you know, for the functional sake of having, you know, fresh air in your home is so beautiful and just to have life around you. So yeah, I love my plants. <laughs> Everything in life um, moves and grows, adapts. Nothing stays the same. But in a household, everything stays the same unless you buy something new. So mm-hmm. you're tricking yourself into believing that things stay the same when they do not. You go outside, the trees got bigger. The leaves yeah. are falling on the floor. Having yeah. a plant in your room is like having an animal or a child knowing if you don't feed it it's going to die you can see the leaves growing flowers budding the old leaf dying so you pull it off like there's something moving like unconsciously you're looking at that plant to see if that leaf has got bigger or Mm -hmm. the flower has opened up and then it becomes a flower and then it dies and you're like oh it's died and then you see there's no more buds and you're like well eventually there will be buds so you look at the flower and then there's another bud and then there's another one and it's like wow three new flowers and the leaf gets bigger so it's like having having an animal it like gives you something to do like having a dog you've got to walk it so it gets you out of the house having a plant you've got to water it you've got to make sure it's got air sunlight I have to shut my blinds because it's cold but when I take my when I shut the blinds I've got to move the plant because it can't fit Mm -hmm. the window ledge but every Mm -hmm. morning I put them back on the window ledge like taking the kids to school when you go to work it's like (laughs) yeah and literally I'm seeing I'm seeing them grow it's Mm -hmm. absolutely incredible I feel like I'm the dad to three guinea pigs or whatever three gerbils because I have to look after these plants and if I don't look after them they're gonna die like it's just the reality (laughs) literally it's so grounding I think in that sense where it's that interconnectedness you know it's like they're supporting you through the oxygen they're giving off and just like the happiness that it gives you through having these like fresh things around you and you're supporting them through you know watering them and nourishing them or however you're caring for them so I agree I think it's just so beautiful to have those things to look forward to, you know, have those things that excite you. Like, I just, I love plants. Like I am totally that person who like hugs trees and I love all of it. So I genuinely get so excited. Like you said, when like a new leaf is, I'm like, oh my gosh, like you're doing so good. And I don't know who doesn't like, life is meant to be enjoyable. Like we talked about so many things that can be kind of heavy, but I think it's important to keep in mind too, that I don't think we're here to suffer by any means. You know, I think we're here to come to these things and to, I don't know, just really sink into those moments of joy whenever we can. So if plants make you happy, like go for it. I think it's great. <laughs> um, this could continue. So I'm going to save it for the uh, the next podcast that we do. Um, so, uh, yeah, well, I'll stop it there. Wait there. And I'll just say Perfect. goodbye one sec. Hang right there. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Remember to subscribe and follow so when I release a new one, you get a notification. And follow me on Instagram, yes, King Oliver. Ciao, amigos.